Hi, this is Jen. And I'm Alan. And we want to welcome you to Smart Sassy Seniors. I am a realistic naturopath. And I'm a breath, mind, body, movement queen. You are the queen. I am. And we are both surfing into our 60s on the Gold Coast in Australia. This podcast is for those of us who want to live bold, bright, and vital during the second half of our lives. Woohoo! Let's dive into today's episode. Alice, yes, you are yes. the exercise queen. I am not. I don't like exercise. I only exercise for fun where you, well, I exercise because it's good for me, but I have a totally different take on it to you where you really, you're the exercise queen. Tell me about your exit story, I think. It doesn't come naturally to you, does it, Jen? No, no, exercise doesn't come, <laughs> it doesn't come naturally to me at all. It's you know, effort and hard work, yeah. and that's why surfing's I, the ideal kind of exercise to me because uh, I really, really, really enjoy it. Yeah. But running, I've done it. I've run half marathons yeah. and 10K races, and I've run and done all those things over the years. I really don't like it. She doesn't. I don't know. I, I just, yeah, you know, I was 17, I joined the army, and in the army, every time you did something wrong, you were punished with, you were punished with. Yeah. Push-ups and burpees. You do burpees for fun. I do burpees for fun. <laughs> that is beyond my mind, really beyond my mind. Yeah. So um, we thought we'd jump on here and talk about exercise today. Yeah. So let's start. Tell me your yeah. exercise story because mine is all the horrors that came out of being in the army. Yeah. Mine, my, I've always been sporty, Jen. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it shows. From early primary school, I've mm-hmm. always I've mm-hmm. always been sporty. I played Hockey, tennis, I was a really good runner yep. and uh, ball games. for running. You, you're, I'm you're, compact. You're, yeah. You are compact. That's yeah. a really good way of saying short. She's <laughs> compact. Yeah, so you are. Yeah. You're really a body suits runner. I remember I started playing hockey when I was in year three. Like that's really? a tiny tacker. A tiny little tacker. Three and five. So you're eight-year-old. Three and five. So you're eight-year-old. Oh, tiny. I lived in Mwollomba. And so, uh, you know, those Country regional centres. Yeah. Um, a big on athletes. hockey, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I had a great time playing hockey right through. Actually, I played hockey from year three all the way through until I finished school and into uni. Wow, I loved okay. it. Right. Um, yeah, so I love it. Yep. And um, I remember actually in year nine at school, I was nine at school. I would have been about sports teachers were showing us how to stretch for athletics. Right. I loved running. I was a sprinter. Right. Yeah. And they were showing us how to stretch. And they said to us, girls, girls, if you do this every day or regularly, when you get old and in your 60s, you will 60s still be. 60s is not old, by no, the way. No, you will 60s still is be. not old, by no, the way. No, yeah, yeah, in those days it was. Yeah. yeah. And uh, they said, you will still be fit and strong. And you know, Jen, Look I at stretch. That. She stretches. I stretch every, every day. day. I stretch every I joke day. about it because you stretch before you surf, where I'm like the 14-year-old kid and I just run into the surf. I can't help myself. Yeah. You really do stretch I all do. the time. I do. I listen to your school teachers. I did. And what they said was true. Yeah. No, my body loves moving. My body yes, loves it moving. It's like um, it's like um, a work a working dog. It needs it needs to chase the sheep. I could make jokes about <laughs> a working dog. <laughs> I won't. I won't do that. No, I need to take my body out. Yeah, every absolutely. day. You need to move every run day. and move yeah. move every day to huff yeah. and puff and all that kind of thing. Yeah, I yeah. need to move every day, but not to the extent that you do. No. So no. yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So. Uh, why aren't you? Um, well, you are a PT now, but you did that later in life. Now, but you did that later in life. I did. What size was such a big part of your life growing up? Yeah, 
how did that evolve into you growing up? Yeah, well, after I finished school, everybody thought that I went off and became a phys ed teacher mm-hmm. and did human movements, as it was called back then. Yep. I still have people from school going, oh, are you yeah, a phys, phys ed teacher? teacher. <laughs> the phys ed teachers were the cool teachers, but. They were the cool teachers. Yes. They were the cool teachers. Yes. They were the cool teachers. No, I always thought that I was a dumbass, Jen, and so I deliberately. You have a PhD. You're not a dumbass. Well, I, I deliberately chose to do to go to uni and do courses that worked on my brain oh, and okay. not on my body. All right. Um, and to prove you weren't a dumbass. Yeah, to prove to myself that I wasn't a dumbass. Okay. <clears throat> and so, um, but I always, and so, um, but I always kept that time. Um, and in fact, I'm such a terrible waitress. You know, everybody waitresses in their early years of while well, they're doing uni or voca- you know, post secondary. Um, study, mm-hmm. and I am the Mr. Bean of waitressing. Right. So instead of waitressing. I I learned how I trained as an aerobics instructor in the 1980s and 90s. For those of you who are watching this on YouTube, this <laughs> is not just listening to the audio on as a podcast. She's going to show you some of her favourite 80s moves because she still she still does them. <laughs> when we heard last night, and I love your hands. You you are you turn into the the grapevining 80s. I do. Check the way you dance and how you you're an aerobics girl. I, I love it. It's I so jazz. fitness. Jazz fitness. Jazz fitness and Ooh. super fitness Excellent. in Sydney. In the 80s. In the 80s. Ah. In Bondi Junction at a great gym. Yeah. There you go. Uh, yeah, yeah. So so I always kept myself, I always kept myself moving and I had my, my son, Hewan, yep. even um, I remember I we used to walk so much at the mountains of the hills of Beachmont. Yeah. I wore the the tyres out on the stroller. Really? No one wears the tyres out on the stroller. <laughs> You never told me that story. No, that's a cracker. Yeah, yeah, I love it. Okay, I good. did. Look, I just find Jen <laughs> you love moving my body. Yeah, clears my mind. Yes, you know, I've, all these years I have worked through my problems, my issues, my challenges, your stresses my of stresses. life. When I when I was doing my PhD, when I was writing my PhD, I used to I literally integrated all of that information I was taking it in, taking right. in and turned it into knowledge and my PhD. You ran your PhD. I did. Yes, this is funny. <laughs> I love it. But right. anyway, so anyway, when I, yeah, when so I you turned, did your PhD in your 40s, in your 30s. 40s. I did in my 40s. Yeah. And um, that's a story for another day. And I had, you know, 20 plus years in the environment movement, just yep. poured myself into that world. Then I burnt out. Time of burning out, I just went enough, and I was I was doing sessions with the PT. This is mm. sort of late forties, and he just had, for your own. The PT was training for my own, your own yeah, health. yeah, for my own health. Yeah, and um, you know, you always have these quite like that. PTs are like hairdressers. You know, you tell them your stories and your I win kind of innermost. <laughs> my poor PT, I whinge. Yeah. <laughs> you do. <laughs> And I was winching okay. to my PT about, right. about my my career that just turned out an angst. And he said, why don't you train? Why don't you retrain and become a PT? You're really fit and active. Why don't you do it? And I did. So when I turned 50, I stepped away from that 20 plus years of activism. Yep. And I retrained as a as a PT and fitness instructor and a yoga instructor. And yep. then a couple of years later, I trained as a surf yeah. instructor. And so I've had now 10 years of that wondrous career of movement, mindful movement, physical movement, and helping other people. 
nice. to move their bodies, and I love it. Yeah, yeah. and I love that um, we cross paths in surf, which is how we met, and we'll talk about surfing uh, as seniors in another episode because yeah. we're both five. You took it up in your late 40s. We yeah. both started surfing late in life, so yeah. we'll, we'll talk about that on another episode. So yeah. hang on for that one. Yeah, really yeah. Cool. But what I've learned for me is that I still have the mind of a 20. I'm 20 years old. If inside, you are. If that on the, on the, uh, you know, on the inside. I know I can do it. I'm, I'm the, the lug and everything. You are. Kind of gardener. You are, Jen. And I can do all the same kind of stuff as I did as a 20-year-old, as yes. my spirit is, but I just, I take longer to recover. Yeah, you wear it, don't you, with some injuries. Yeah, so it? I can still do it, but I, I, yeah, I can take longer to recover. And I love that part of your training that you do but I know all that it, it's really mindful of you as a way to prevent injuries you do the work in advance you look for a place of prevention so you don't get injured I do tell us about that well you know I went through I went through a lot of my life teaching aerobics and the, you know moving and things and I used to really thrash my body mm-hmm. um, and I did wear those injuries um, and I know very clearly I feel like I'm 18 or 20 years old inside as well and I know I go to a group fitness session or even if I now go to a PT Mm. I will push myself too hard because I will I have a very competitive streak around me not competitive at all (laughs) (laughs) you are so competitive (laughs) I love it but when I turn in my late 40s you know I'd taken up surfing I was loving surfing I got very I got very involved with and uh, I realised that if I didn't pull back from, my body didn't want to be thrashed anymore. Yeah. And I listened to it. Oh, that's just why I don't exercise like you do. I just don't want to thrash my body anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, listened, I listened to my body and I it didn't want to do the sweaty air runs anymore. Yeah. And it didn't want to thrash itself in group boxing, and that kind of thing. And I... So I, I, for a while there, I just did yoga and mm-hmm. walked a lot and I just let my body kind of reset. Mm. And I also wanted to do things like run again, but run not to kind of churn through problems or issues or I wanted to run just for the joy of it, oh, wow. just for the joy of it. Oh, wow. A different thing. Yep. And, uh, yeah, so I kind of retrained myself. Mm. And now I really focus on moving my body so that my posture and my technique are correct Yep. and that I'm following my breath, I'm working mindfully with my breath so that there's a sense of alignment, physical, mental, emotional alignment when I do my exercise. So so to jump in for a second, yeah. you, because you're a Qigong teacher and the yoga teacher and all those things, breath become a more important priority in your exercise as you've studied those things versus when you're younger you just kind of absolutely 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 and now I'm uh, having read James Nestor's book Ah, breath in the last two years Uh, my running now I'll run the beach and or any of my exercises I'm very breathing in through my nose nose breathing yep He's, mouth absolutely, and he said it was such a weird thing to shift to with beach runs, mm. especially. Um, because beach I, runs I on the sand are really hard. I hadn't realised that I was mouth breathing when I do cardio oh. exercise. And so when I noticed, I now shift it and I breathe mostly nose breathing in and out, all my exercises, mm. and that's much healthier for us. But it also really helps. He says it in his book, it's actually better 
for your energy, yeah. levels of energy. We might do a whole session just on breath oh, in the future. Oh, what a good idea. Because I know when you do Qigong, you know, when we start the first part of the session, you mm. breathe in through your nose, out through your mouth, yep. and then you switch it. That's it. When we get into flows and we do in and out through the nose. So we might yeah. talk a whole different episode. Um, yeah, it's, mindful breathing is a, a big thing. So, yeah, we will. Yeah. That's going to be another episode too. I can't remember what question you asked me, I but know. I know we want to talk about <laughs> exercising generally now and that all the science yeah. points to the fact that we must move our bodies for health, for brain health, for yeah. physical health, for mental health, for emotional Not just. I know a lot of people just think of, and I did too when I was younger, uh, I just thought, oh, yeah, we're, we're doing it for cardio health. Right. Yeah. To to keep, you know, good circulation and all those kind of things. Yeah. But what I what I've learned as I've gotten older and I had one of my mentors maybe about 14, 15 years ago, so you know, late mid late forties probably, uh, he said you want to really concentrate on retaining muscle, mm. lean muscle. And the reason is that so many people as they age, they start getting Alzheimer's and detention, <laughs> detention just like at school, at dementia. Yeah. Uh because they don't have enough lean muscle to squeeze the muscles, for the muscles to squeeze and literally pump the blood through to yeah. your brain because it's all uphill, you know, for your blood to get up to your brain. And yeah. so if I, I really took that on, that it was mm. something I needed to mindfully build muscle and retain muscle as I had to talk about that kind of stuff to also help prevent Alzheimer's and dementia. Oh, my God. I'm like, I, I want to do everything I can to keep my brain. Yeah. So, and, you know, you're a lean, muscly little yeah. bugger. But I just want to show people this great book. We'll read it out because people on the podcast yeah. can't see. Um, Dr. Sanjay Gupta has written a book just recently. It's come out called Keep Sharp, Build a Better Brain at Any End. And we'll, we'll put a link in the show notes. Yeah. So you can go to the show notes and get a link to the book. And he's a, he's a neurosurgeon. He's a brain surgeon. Mm. And he's a journalist um, and who, who specializes in talking about brain health. Yep. And he says in this book, fitness could very well be the most important ingredient to living as long as possible, despite all the other risk genetics included. Mm. And exercise is the only behavioral activity scientifically proven to trigger biological effects that help the brain. Whoa. And in the studies that are that he cites in that book um, when we talk about mild cognitive impairment, things like Alzheimer's. Yeah. So the studies in, and the work done around health policy in the United States yeah. around MCI, mild, mild cognitive impairment, the most important thing we can do yeah. to prevent that from going further, there are no, they've looked at different medications yeah. for that as well as exercise, and exercise trumps them all. Woo! It is, if I remember rightly, for a big length of time of exercise, even nice. people just moving their body yeah, minutes of a day makes a difference. That's it. Ideally, 150 minutes a week. And 150 minutes a week? A week. So five days a week, 30 minutes. Yep. Um, Easy. Ideally, you know, it's a mix of things. High-intensity interval training has been proven to be the best. I'll talk about that in a sec. Yeah. Strength and resistance. So huffing and puffing. Yes. Cardio, uh, heart and lungs. Yep. As well as brain. Yep. Um, pushing and pulling. So weight-bearing exercises. I push you. <laughs> <laughs> weight-bearing exercises. Really good for muscles and bones, yeah. muscles and bones yeah. and brain stretching. 
okay, stretching. And so those are the three kind of things. Um, but we can do them in most importantly in any type of movement that we enjoy. So right. from gardening to that's walking, what I was just going to say. So think of it to whatever you love doing. So think of our age now. I'm 61. You're 59 and three quarters. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If what's the kind of top tips? Or I'm a mad gardener and a mad surfer. Yeah, they're my two things. But yeah. running and stuff is not on my agenda. You're never going to run. Oh, it's my goal in life to never run again. Yeah. So first tip: do stuff that you love doing. Surfing yeah. and gardening. Yeah, because if you love it, you'll do it regularly. Yeah. Yeah. I do a mobility and strength session twice a week. Yeah, to you do, my with surfing. a PT. Yeah. yeah, with a PT to yeah, help yeah. my surfing. Absolutely. There's your big why. You do the you do that weight-bearing strength and resistance work, not because you love doing it, I don't. but because it supports your surfing. Yes. Yeah? Yeah. Um, so that's the secret. Yes. Do what you love. Do what you love doing. Okay. Um, mix it up. So while you're doing what you love doing, even if it's gardening or walking, yep. mix it up so that you're putting a little bit more intensity and then you pull back, which is called intensity gardening training. Gardening fast and then yeah. gardening slow. Yeah. Or <laughs> well, you might be you might be down on your knees pulling yeah. out weeds, and you might decide to go for thirty seconds really hard pulling okay. out those weeds. Right. And you might want to run them up to the compost bin or to the garbage bin, bin or wherever yeah. the green bin, and then walk back, and you let your body settle. Recover, in. recover. Yeah, okay. yeah. There's lots. So that's. High intensity interval training means you go for a short amount of time hard. Yep. And then you you take a breather and then you go hard again yep. and you have a breather. And there's lots of science about why that works, but it's great for our heart and lungs. It's great for every aspect of our health. So mix it up. Okay. Yep. Add some intensity we can do to that. it. Yep. And, the and third, high intensity just means fast, slow, fast, fast, slow, fast, slow, fast, slow. Fast, slow. Fast, slow. Got it. And we know uh, when we look at at animals. Yes. Even even when you look at our domestic dogs or cats, when they play, yeah. they'll go hard and then they'll rest. Hard, rest. And if, when we watch little children, yep. they just, get really puffed, they'll catch their breath, and then they'll go again. It's actually hardwired into, into our bodies to do that kind of thing. So do, in, in day-to-day life, do we generally just not go as physically hard? Because we get hard in our brain in that. Yeah. But in our exercise, we don't go hard enough to get enough we want to get the heart rate up and then we want to settle it. And this is where working with the breath is really useful. Okay. So as we're going hard, you know, breathe, breathe, deep, hard. Yeah. Yep. And then come back to centre. When I teach my people high intensity, I get them to go for 30 seconds hard. Yep. Then we go have a rest for 10 seconds where they take a couple of deep breaths. Then okay. we go again. So if I'm walking around the neighbourhood, yeah. because on the days that I don't surf, um, if I if I walk around the neighbourhood, I'll for the the distance of yeah. a couple of houses or yeah. the telegraph poles, I'll walk really fast, and then I slow down and catch my breath, and then I walk really yeah. fast. I, so walk I measure really by fast. houses yeah. or something. Walk yeah. really fast for two or three houses, then walk slowly for one house, mm. then walk and build up to it. Yeah. You know, for people who haven't done it before. Especially if you're a little older chronologically, it can feel weird to have your heart racing. And if you check with your GP. Before you start exercise, yes, do that. That's a really good thing to do as well. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. When you start exercise up, just go easy on yourself because it takes a good four, six, eight weeks. If you haven't exercised for a long time yeah. or ever, 
Well, your body, you're teaching your body new things. Right. And yes, so that's really important. And it's something every day to move mm. your body. And if Consistency. You can, hey? Consistency. Yes, if you can do it something every day, that's that's fantastic. And if you can do something outdoors most days, yep. then you get extra benefits, you know, for your happy hormones, yeah. for your mental health. You get to see beauty. You get to look up at the sky and look at the trees and you also get to meet people. If you're walking the block, you yeah. get to meet your neighbours. Sure. You get social, connect, social connections. Which is important as well. The hit of vitamin D. So many good things about <laughs> Oh, that moving. makes me want to go for a run. No, it doesn't. <laughs> so, yeah, look, whether you're the person like me who's not all focused on exercise or if you're someone like Alice who gets so much enjoyment mm. out of exercise, just start like Alice yeah. does it. Yes. And I know how my body feels if I'm surfing five days a week versus if I'm surfing one or two days yeah, a week. Yeah, yeah. It's it's wildly different. Yeah. So. And you know one other thing, Jen? What's that, Alice? It's never too late to Ooh. start. <laughs> no, it's, it's never not. too late to start. As soon as you start, your body will start creating the benefits. Yeah. Um, it is never too late. It is never too late. Yeah, yeah. totally. Remember, I'm just to divert one look, just remember yeah. there was a book that came out, I'm talking three decades ago, 25, 30 years ago, probably 25 years ago, called Strong Women Stay Young. Oh, I remember yeah. seeing a study where they got uh, women, which are the, the slowest, hardest to gain lean muscle. They had to walk assisted and stuff. Got them just doing, and I know you've got a video which we'll put up another day on just mm. on like chair yoga, yeah. that kind of seated yogury kind of thing. We'll put a link in the show notes, guys, mm. because even just do, like literally that being strong with your arms, yeah. pressing down and then relaxing and strong, relaxing and strong, relaxing, doing that kind of stuff while they were sitting in their chair yeah. or standing. Now, they weren't running yeah, around the yeah. block, but they got them mobile again. It was, oh, and I went, what a wow, great story. I still remember that from like yeah. 25, 30 years ago. That's powerful. Yeah, it is. Yeah. So anyway. Lots to do with exercise. Check into our next one where we're actually going to talk about the nutrition links with exercise as well yeah. to help your body be able to, you know, train harder to your extent and recover faster. Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah. All right. We're out Yeah. Here. So if you want to check out the show notes, we'll put a couple of links to those those couple of books that Alice is talking about. Head over to www.smartstacyseniors.com. If you enjoyed our podcast, please let us know by leaving a review on Apple Podcasts. Be sure to subscribe to the show wherever you're tuning in from so that you can always catch the next episode. Mm, and if you'd like to receive an exclusive link to Alice's free guided relaxation and Jen's free Feed Your Body ebook, subscribe to our seasonal newsletter at smartsassyseniors.com. Woohoo!